0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. We have a Monday Night Football recap. The Saints beat the Chargers 30-27 to in overtime, but this isn't the end of the week because we have Tuesday Night Football. It's 2020. No one knows what the hell is going on. There's a pandemic re-raging, apparently. We won't get into that. But the Titans and Bills are going to play on Tuesday night, and then there won't be Thursday night football. So as a result, a slight adjustment to our schedule. Sort of, uh, of course, we will have a preview Tuesday night show for you. I will give you out some picks. Uh, we didn't hit on the Justin Herbert over rushing yards, so my bad on that. We did smash the Alvin Kamara receiving yards. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, Mike McClure, I gotta, why do I not take Mike McClure's advice? He hits him all the time for sports at sportsline.com. You go to sportsline.com slash join, use promo code white or it'll help RJ white out. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders 12 catches 122 yards in this game. That overhead. Anyway, joining me now to break this all down, that my point was check out the feed, lots of podcasts in there. Ryan Wilson, John Breach. Uh, what's going on fellas?
1: OTNF, no but tune Tuning in. That's what we're,
2: co- that's what we're Are you, t- you going to t- trademark t- that? Because if you're not, I've got a guy and I'm going to call him right after this podcast. Oh, this is a audience. crazy press- game, Brinson. I don't even know why you're slow. Oh, yeah, Maybe it's to it. because look, it. It was crazy if, if this game happened last year, Brinson would be in tears right now because his boy Philip Rivers blew the lead, but
0: we take him out of the equation. Now Brinson can just talk about this all smiley. Oh, I, I love a Chargers loss now. It's great. <laughs> and you love to see it because Mike a, Mike Badgley, a.k.a. the Money Badger, a, the guy who trademarked his own nickname as a kicker, but like saying he's the the guy who bangs money down as a badger on the field. And what are you doing, pal? You bang down field goals for money? You're supposed to be that good? He doinks one off the inside of the upright. It drops short at the end of regulation. The game goes to overtime. The Saints get a field goal and then get a stop. Um, unfortunately, most of this game was me dealing with Pete Peacocking, his ass off, Pete Prisco peacocking his ass off about Justin Herbert playing well. Herbert twenty of thirty four, two hundred sixty four yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Um, Should have had one pick. What's his face dropped it on
1: the fourth Malcolm quarter. Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins, bad
0: drop. I would I actually don't. argue that. Um,
1: you better not say what I think you're about to say. What was I going to say? That Drew Brees played better than Justin Herbert? No,
0: no, no God no. I, don't oh, know. Okay. I just think that I think that Herbert, just like the Tampa Bay game. What they're doing with Herbert, and this is fine. They are the the Chargers are running the ball. They're bootlegging Herbert out. They, they are Ryan, all the things that we said about Herbert that we didn't like coming out of college, they are they are designing ways to accentuate his strengths and downplay his weaknesses. And that's what good coaching does. So credit to Anthony Lynn for doing it. That's they're not like unleashing Justin Herbert and he's just he's just setting everything on fire. They're boot they're giving him easier looks. Down low, and then they're playing up to his arm strength, and they're giving him shots down the field. And the Saints did a terrible job of covering him. Um, Mike Williams had a wide open touchdown uh, deep down the right side for that uh, the fourth touchdown. Uh, Mike Williams smoked Marshall Lattimore. Uh, that
1: was a great play. I mean, Marshall Lattimore was there, but you can't out jump a guy who's six inches taller than you can has a fifty inch.
0: Oh rate. no, are you the That one was also the literally the, the only touchdown.
2: thing. That was literally the only thing the Chargers did the entire second half, though.
0: What? That, that throw.
2: That 60, 40-yard yeah. touchdown.
0: Right. I mean, we're sort of saying this in Slack. Okay, so let me, let me ask you this. Did the Chargers – do we look at this as an outstanding offensive performance from the Chargers, or was it a really great effort with some big plays against a Saints team that didn't show up in primetime and then stole a victory? You can go ahead, Breach, because I, I know you have thoughts.
2: I thought it, it, all things equal that this game should have been the final score something like 16-13 to 13. Saints, Because if you look at what the Chargers did, uh, one of them, they got gifted a touchdown, Drew Brees throwing possibly the worst interception of the year, but maybe not because he's thrown a couple of worse in interceptions career, sure. earlier this season. He's he's thrown some bad picks. and this one, the Chargers returned to the one-yard line. So that was basically a free touchdown that Drew Brees gave to the Chargers. And then another touchdown the Chargers got in the second half. They went three and out. Oh, and when the Saints do, they roughed the punter. So now the Chargers walk off 15 yards. They're 15 yards closer to the end zone. Chargers get a touchdown on that drive where they should have been stopped three and out. That's where the defense is just on the field. because this is the, the, At this point, the Saints' offense was struggling. The defense had been out there a while, so forcing a three and out was huge. And then that roughing the punter. So I really felt like the, the Saints just gave them two touchdowns. And obviously, New Orleans' offense struggled, so I didn't feel like uh, you, you know, I, I my jaw didn't drop watching either of his offenses. Justin Herbert has a strong arm, made some fantastic throws, but he also hit a huge wall there, uh, late second quarter, third quarter, until that sixty-four yard touchdown to Williams. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was a crazy, crazy game, and I also at the end. Uh, I don't know what Anthony Lynn was thinking starting off that the, the drive with the 50 yard field with a badge miss. he He ran a draw, a draw on the first play. What are you doing? Are you uh, doing? The, the only reason you run that, uh, a draw is if you're trying to run the clock out to go to overtime, you, you don't just. Disrupt, Mission accomplished. Uh, it makes no sense. It makes no sense because then you have time left to get a little bit closer and you're not making your kick or try a 50 yard field goal. A 50 yard field goal with under a minute left to play is like a 50 50 shot. The, they, there's they the nerves in do-
0: play. It's insane. They average 3.5 yards per rush in, in this game. Okay. That's not, that's not great. I mean, it's, you know, it's okay though. I mean, you know, they, they average run. 6.5 yards per pass. That's not mind blowing either, but the one thing they were doing well was pushing the ball downfield with Justin Herbert's arm on busted coverages from a Saints secondary that just isn't playing well right now. And Dennis Allen was getting out coached by, by, by your boy Shane Stitchum.
1: I don't know if this is just a function, as Breach mentioned, of Justin Herbert being able to throw the ball 200 yards in the air, because he's had so many wide-ass open touchdown passes down the field, more than any other quarterback I can remember over a four- or five-game stretch. It's killing so, me,
0: Ryan. It's killing
1: So I don't know if he's just – they're scheming people open because are those just blown coverages? It's coincidence. But he is um getting those wide-open looks, and he is connecting on them. He's incredibly accurate on those throws. So that's encouraging. And like you said earlier, Brinson, he is playing out of his mind. I say it every week. It is so impressive how well he's playing, and I think a lot of it is he's being helped. But he also has to do some of these things. Dwayne Haskins can't do these things, whether it's scheme or otherwise. He hasn't done them. Um, Joe Burrows He, had, had,
0: he success- had seven passes of 25 air yards or more. At
2: all. Yeah, and, and one of those was <laughs> the 17-yard touchdown pass to Keenan Allen. That's not a throw that a lot of quarterbacks. He was throwing off his back foot because he had just been hit Keenan Allen was covered. He had to put it in the corner of the end zone. It was an absolute laser, and it was 32 air yards, even though it was only a 17-yard touchdown
0: pass. And oh, no, I meant 25. Sorry, not air yard. 25 yards or more down the field from the last one. Okay,
2: well, this one was 32 years. air yards okay. anyway after Herbert had been hit and kind of throwing off his back foot, and that's not an easy throw to make because once you're in the end zone, there's no more room, uh, and it's not easy to get your receiver. So I thought the one Keenan Allen, even though Keenan Allen eventually left the game after that throw because he had a back injury.
0: You oh, you're right. Actually, it. if you look at this chart, it, the uh, the point of release on the touchdown to Keenan Allen uh, doesn't show up. Like, you can't see – like, on the next-gen stat charts, you can't see where he threw it from because it was so far back and he was running for his life. Look, he made some great plays down the field. There – if – so I was anti-Justin Herbert coming into the season, coming out of the draft. Pete Prisco was pro-Justin Herbert. I got nothing on him right now. Say what, Ryan got old takes exposed. There's nothing <laughs> – <laughs> there's nothing to. There's nothing to. Say. Like, if you were anti Justin Herbert, you have to decide at this point: Am I gonna like plant my flag on this no, stupid mountain of, of of he's not good, or I'm gonna roll with this rookie might be good? Now, look, you gotta remember, Baker Mayfield almost won Rookie of the Year his rookie year. Last year, there people were talking in Cleveland like, do we draft another quarterback in the first round? I mean, it's this is an ebb and flow situation. Herbert looks awesome. He is making big throws. He shocks me every week with some of the plays he makes. He also almost every week makes a dumb turnover. He didn't make it this week. That's a rookie. It's yeah, he fine. should
1: have, but he didn't. And that's that's okay. I mean
0: yeah. he outplayed
1: Drew Brees. And I'll say this like I talked to yeah. Justin Herbert at the at the senior bowl. I interviewed him for HQ, like doing a stand up because you can talk to anyone there. The nicest kid, and he is a kid, he's twenty two or whatever. Yep. incredibly humble. And I, the old takes exposed that I got last week, I tweet, I tweet once a year. This is the one that blew up my face. I tweeted at, during the USC game where he was playing like dog crap. And I asked him straight up. I said, so that game seemed to be a turning point for you because you played terribly in the first half. And he said, uh, thank you. That's a great question. And you know, he went into his answer and he very well could have said, Why don't you shut up, you old ball guy, you don't know what you're talking about. But um, the question's about Justin Herbert. Or could he be a leader? Because he's very soft-spoken. He grew up in Eugene, Oregon. He'd never been outside of the, the state. Yeah, his teammates are out. And by the way, being good at your job, you don't have to be a rah-rah guy. And he's been very good at his job. Um, I think this is his third or fourth star. I can't remember which one. But either way, they're a better football team with him than Tyrod Taylor. It sucks that Tyrod lost his job, but that's reality. What,
0: one is, is Steve, what does Steve believe? Steve Levy's like, yeah, you know, Justin Herbert forced his hand. It's like, no, 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 no. He did not force his hand. The, the doctor Herbert. who plunged yeah. the needle into Tyrod Taylor's lungs forced uh forced Andy Lance. Weird that's fact: hand.
1: That doctor's name? Dr. Herbert. I don't know if that's a relation. Spochimon. Yes,
2: you guys want a fun fact about Justin Herbert, first yes. rookie in NFL history to throw four touchdown passes in a Monday night game.
0: That's wow, that's just, that's surprising. Uh also, by the way, Justin Herbert, I'm not, I'm not a QB wins guy. They are 0 and 4.
1: Yeah, they're a much better team with, than they are with Tyrod Taylor. That's
2: Absolutely. They're 0-4, and, and when you look at the three losses that Herbert has started against the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. They all 4. Winning, he started all four. They were winning that game 17-6, and then they lose 23-20 to 20 against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. They were winning that game 24-7. to 7. And then they lose 38 to 31. And then obviously tonight they were winning 20 to three. It's amazing that he just played three hall of fame quarterbacks. I'm going to, I'm assuming Mahomes gets in at this point and they were winning. He he outplayed all of them in the first half and then disappeared in the second half. So you
1: know what's funny, Breach? Um, our perspective of the Chargers compared to the perspective of the Falcons who do the exact same thing every week diametrically opposed. The Falcons are straight up dog doo doo and we love the Chargers.
2: I do think it helps the Chargers have one win. So you like that gives you, (laughs) that buys you a little bit of leeway.
0: It's also like Justin Herbert's been way better than Matt Ryan this year. Like he, like he's making throws that like you would see Matt Ryan making his MVP season deep down the field. It, It helps if you're starting a rookie quarterback, you're competitive against good teams and you're, you're, and like you're like, Oh, well, It makes all the difference in the world if you're trotting a rookie quarterback out there and he's throwing bombs all over the place, and it makes you feel like you got some hope for the future. By the way, as a friend of the program, Greg Rosenthal of NFL Media, points out, the Chargers are currently missing a Pro Bowl wide receiver. This is during the game. A Pro Bowl wide receiver, a Pro Bowl guard, a Pro Bowl defensive end, a Pro Bowl cornerback. He didn't mention Marquise Pouncey, I don't believe Pro Bowl center, all Pro safety, starting running back, starting right tackle, starting defensive tackle, and starting linebacker. I keep asking, and I asked Danny Woodhead on the the fantasy football Twitch stream, is there something with the doctors in charge in Chargers land? And nobody knows except the guy jabbed Tyrod Taylor with a needle. Maybe somebody kicked the doctors out and get some new doctors. They're always hurt in, in Los Angeles.
2: It literally seems like the Chargers and Eagles think you qualify for the Super Bowl by who have has the most injured players. Because those two teams, it seems like we're always talking about injuries. Sorry, Debo. And one interesting thing that Ryan said earlier, that he said it so nonchalantly, was just about how Justin Herbert outplayed Drew Brees And the reason that's interesting is because we all watched Drew Brees play. He he looked noodle-armed again, but somehow he threw for 325
0: yards and came through with... Why don't you wait and tell us after the break? Okay. Being around sports media and a fan of, oh, my NC State Wolfpack for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports... That can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run to the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former sports inter-anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will probably open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment for the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. So keep going about Drew Brees. No, I
2: was just going to say we all watch Drew Brees play, and, and Ryan said before the break uh, that he and he said it nonchalantly. He said, "Hey, look." Justin Herbert outplayed Drew Brees. Like it was the most obvious thing in the world. And then you look at Drew Brees' numbers. You look at what Drew Brees did in the second half in the clutch when he had to. He wasn't making any throws that I would say wowed us. Uh, you know, maybe the one to Kamara down on the sideline, mm. which was an equally good catch as it was throw. He put in a spot where only Kamara could get it. You don't have to give him credit. He underthrew <laughs> Jarrett Cook on that 41-yard touchdown, but he threw a 41-yard touchdown. And
0: the thing is, Reach, you told us you could throw the ball 40 yards. That's, I, I threw rest my the case. Ball 40 yards. You can, you can, you can see, I mean, this is just basic eye test to me. You can see a discernible difference in the speed and velocity and trajectory of Drew Brees' passes than you could over the last like three or four years.
1: Drew, Drew Brees is. Biggest enemy right now is gravity because that ball is moving like the, in slow motion.
0: Yes, yeah. you know, I think, now I think what's interesting here though is that if you look at the second half, and I think maybe this is Breach's point is he's not like firing darts into really tight windows. And it's like only one guy can catch it, but he is, I think Drew Brees might be like 2015 Peyton Manning where the wily figure, old veteran, he's figuring out what he has to do to make certain throws.
1: Was, I would contend that the Chargers' defensive game plan sucked in the second half. Why would you the not Chargers just play eight guys underneath and make him beat you deep in the way that Justin Herbert beat the Saints deep? Make make Drew Brees make that throw. Yeah, give him fifty yard looks wide ass open and let him do that. Don't let him throw checkdowns because that's all he is going to do. Anytime he was flushed out of the pocket and had to throw the ball downfield, it short hopped whoever the intended target
0: was somewhere out of bounds. Second I'd half. Have, if you had to guess, how many, uh, how many balls do you think Drew Brees threw that went 20 yards or more downfield from the line of scrimmage?
2: Well, real quick, before I guess that second half numbers, Herbert was 11 of 21 for 151 yards, 155 yards, one touchdown. Good Drew ahead. Brees in the second half in overtime, 21 of 25 for 232 yards. And Wait, look, Brees,
0: Brees saddled up and stopped sucking and was like, I'm not going to lose to this rookie at home for the, like the, the team that cut me. Well, if I got injured, if they draft me, I'm going to find a way to win this game. How Man. many balls do you think Drew Brees threw that were more than 20 yards down the field? Two would be my guess. Two, going three, going to. One, a touchdown wow. to Jared Cook. That was Which was
1: underthrown. Filled. Yes. I don't know. Where, I don't know where this, this talking point that he sacked up in the second half and said, I'm not going to lose it. He, he looked like he didn't want to be out there the way he was he, playing.
0: He, he was gimpy. He kept being replaced by Taysom Hill. The Saints feel a little scotch tapey right now.
1: Yeah, I, I am much more concerned about the Saints than the Chargers. And by the way, coming into this game, Justin Herbert, according to our buddies at Football Outsiders, seventh in value per play, Drew Brees is ninth. And I think he's ninth for the reasons that Brees sort of reeled off with his second-half stats.
0: You count Taysom Hill when, he's, when you pull Drew Brees out. Mm-hmm. Taysom Hill's so bad that Drew Brees' value shoots up. Taysom
1: Hill scored, man.
0: <laughs> I know. Uh, what an F U by Sean Payton. The game-winning, the, the game-tying touchdown. I was fired I that the second I
2: Directed seen. at you, Brinson, with all your hating on Taysom oh my God, Hill God. I tweeted that
0: like Sean Payton needs a Taysom Hill intervention and then <laughs> naturally people are like quote tweeting and replying with like at Sean Payton. You're like, no, 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 I don't need that. I don't need Sean Payton burning me down tomorrow on Twitter. Um, look, Drew Brees is not, I, I just think that we don't need to thrash Drew Brees. We just need to understand what Drew Brees is. No, I'm not
1: thrashing him, but I'm, I'm saying you're, you're not going to win with him. That's what I'm saying.
0: I don't think you're winning the, I don't think you're winning the Super Bowl with him. Okay,
1: and isn't that the plan?
0: What would be, how would you rank out the how would you rank out the NFC South quarterbacks right now? That's that's a fun one. All
1: right, should we do the geriatric QB rankings? Uh, you want to update? Oh, that? No, start or? with
0: the NFC quarterback rankings because it might be Teddy one, Tom two, Drew three, and Matt Ryan four.
1: I'm taking Tom, Teddy, Matt Ryan, Drew Brees.
0: No, I would take Drew Brees over Matt Ryan right now. I think I wouldn't.
1: Put, put Matt Ryan in the Saints offense. Okay, that's or something. fair. That's fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, look, Mike Thomas isn't there. I get all that. But the reality is he still can't throw the ball more than
2: 10 yards down the field. Ryan put but, Drew Brees in the Falcons offense. They're 0-5. Yeah, and Same he has no Matt arms.
0: Ryan. Same Both as those Ryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You put Drew Brees in the Falcons. Well, actually, is it secretly like Jameis is 3? <laughs> <James laughs> that's sport. not a crazy crazy statement there, Brinson. <laughs> it's not. Um, I, 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 I think if you, if, you tossed, if you rotated the quarterback's – into the Saints' offense with Sean Payton, that offensive line, and those weapons. And let's see. I mean, we've seen Teddy in that offense. He went five and zero.
2: So I think you could argue that Teddy is a better quarterback I, right now than Drew Brees. I don't think that that is that
0: crazy. I think Matt Ryan would be the best in those situations, and then Tom Brady, and then Teddy, and then Drew Brees.
1: Yeah, and this is by the way the same person who days ago had Drew Brees number two in the ger- geriatric QB rankings. Me? Yeah, you.
2: I'm the no, no. Rivers.
1: No, it was it was. Sorry, you're right. It was yeah. Breeze.
2: I had Breeze ahead of Philip Rivers. That I still believe that. In my mind. And he Big went ben. 21 to 25 for 225 yards. Philip Rivers is throwing pick sixes, back breaking pick sixes against
0: the Cleveland Browns. So Drew Breeze throws at the worst pick of the season per you. Exact words that you said. <laughs> of and his the guy season. Of his the season. One? The guy, that guy didn't score. It wasn't,
2: wasn't a pick six.
0: We got the pick six. One pick six was it
2: a pick off, six. Off, bro. That is no, just they, as bad. They won. The Saints won, though. Well, you
1: no, that doesn't matter. You also had Brees ahead of Big yeah, Ben. Of
2: course, that matters. That's how you get to the Super Bowls by winning games, Ryan.
0: I mean, Justin know. Herbert's a bad quarterback because he had one Super. had one. Yeah, game. I mean,
2: you using mean? your logic, Andy
1: Dalton's the worst player in the history of organized football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: Wallace took it
1: in his hands and said, up, up I'm
2: not going to turn this into an Andy Dalton podcast. I refuse to take the beat.
0: <laughs> I hadn't had a full Dickie beat. <laughs> was...
2: Debo will cut this podcast off if we start talking about Andy Dalton.
0: I, I don't blame him. We're going to have plenty of Andy Dalton talk. Um, right, so the,
1: the Saints are three and two. They're tied with the Panthers and the Bucks in that division. I don't know what the, uh, I don't know who's ahead of whom based on strength of sketch and all that, but, uh,
0: Saints make the playoffs. I think yes. Um, I'll tell you right now, by the way, who's ahead. It is New Orleans in first place because they have the mm-hmm. head-to-head tiebreaker and they're 1-0 in, division, in the division, whereas Tampa Bay and, and Carolina are both 1-1. and well, What What a – if you're Arthur Blank, if you weren't going to fire <laughs> – Yeah. I mean, you're After, like, yeah. really? Really? We're the only team in the division without a – the only team not tied for first in the division. We are three in the loss column behind the Carolina Panthers. So the, the, the Bucks and Saints and Panthers are almost identical in terms of their strength of victory and strength of schedule. And, and it's all, it's all very close. It's a dog fight right now. It's going to come down to, it's going to come down to fluky injuries to important players. It's going to come down to the money badger banging, uh, you know, balls off the upright, don't, don't get balls off the upright. And it'll probably come down to what happens with the NFC West, honestly.
1: Well, I mean, I know you don't want to hear this, but the NFC North has two teams that are
0: 4-1. The Bears will not make the playoffs. <laughs>
2: okay, there we go. <laughs> done and done. I, I, the I, NFC North has three teams with four wins. The what?
0: Now, they, here's where it gets interesting with the Bears, as I say this. No, now, the I'm AFC North, sort North, of, yes. Sort of panicking. Do you know who the – so um, the Saints are on bye next week. Yeah, Drew Brees is getting an arm transplant, I heard. They need that. They need they need that buy. Michael Thomas will be back after the bye. They host we'll come the back with Jameis
2: Winston's arm sewed onto his body.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sixty-five. Or, or you just like you have like like a like a you know remember that the, the big thing we did with um I got what's his name? The 49ers quarterback with the Jim, speaker Jimmy G? Back? the Berg. Steve DeBerg. <laughs> oh, Steve DeBerg, yeah. The, 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 like instead of like a speaker, you like you give Drew Brees a lobotomy and you put his brain. Attached to a, like a neuron transmitter to James Winston and you put Jameis Winston's bot, like James Winston out there but with Drew Brees' brain attached to his back.
1: It might be easier just to just do the arm transplant. That sounds like a lot of <laughs> wires to get cross with the lobotomy talk. I think, I think the
2: NFL you know, would notice that one.
0: Do you remember that? Do you remember that horrible Michael Vick Photoshop of the Madden cover? Yeah, that was like, awesome. That was ESPN, I believe. Yeah, ESPN like made Michael Vick white. That's what yeah. that would look like. It would be like Drew Brees is out there with like this, like long, not Drew Brees' colored arm hanging off his right shoulder.
1: Yeah, me walk. Would you do both arms? arms?
0: Oh, let me ask you that. If you if you took one of Jameis Winston's arms and put it on Drew Brees, wouldn't you just put both arms on there?
1: Depends on how much time you have. You don't, it's the bye week, so you got to hurry up. No,
0: because Jameis
2: fumbles, so you got to have one of Drew Brees' hands because that's the safe hand. That's the non fumbling like hand.
0: Size arms. Right, anyway, the so the Panthers play the Bears this week. Then game. the Panthers play the Saints. Then the Saints play the Bears the week after that. Oh, so we'll know a lot in three weeks. In three weeks, uh, I will be taking an absolute either... Beating. A beating. If the Bears beat the Panthers and the Saints, I am taking a beating.
1: Lean into it.
0: Biggest three weeks of my life coming up. Um, and then the Saints. So the Saints have by Panthers at home, Bears on the road, Buccaneers on the road, 49ers at home in a game that is suddenly really, really important in the NFC but doesn't feel as dangerous depending on what happens to those injuries. Falcons at home, and Broncos on the road. Saints can rip off some wins here.
1: I think the Falcons, I mean, you guys talked about this the other day. They're going to start winning some football games, so maybe those are some of
0: those games.
2: And let's not forget, the Saints won this game without Michael Thomas. You know, sure, he's punching teammates, but he's also the best offensive player on that roster. And you put him out there, and the Saints' offense is just automatically better whether it's because he's pulling in double coverages or because he's the best guy at catching drew Brees' slants that are coming out at eight miles an hour whatever the reason is the offense is better and so i do think once he's out there you know the saints offense becomes 20 percent better instantly
0: one thing i would say too that if you look at drew breezes next gen stats passing chart there yeah. is this heavy concentration of completions to the short right area of the field, right in front of the line of scrimmage, like exactly where a slant would be. And so I think they're trying to supplement the Michael Thomas absence. And I think when he gets back, if he is healthy, the Saints offense will be much improved. Because like you can say what you want about Drew Brees' arm and, you know, the lack of like whatever you want about the Saints. That's they can complete that pass to Michael Thomas 70% of the time minimum. Okay.
1: Well, then they'll have to have 27 play drives consistently. And that defense has to That's what they've been better.
0: doing for like three years.
1: The defense has to play better, though. The
0: defense does have to play better. Okay, so, uh, by the way, coming up with the Chargers. We'll get out of here. The Chargers have. Oh, baby, Justin Herbert. Are you ready for some wins?
1: Oh, God, the Bengals.
0: <laughs> oh, better. Oh, my God, Justin Herbert's about to rip off wins. Jets, Jets at home. Dolphins on the road. Jaguars at home and Raiders at home before the Broncos on the road. Yeah, you could get have a little stretch there. I think they, I think the Chargers will probably win. What are, what's the what are the wait, Chargers? Wait, wait what?
2: Brinson, what are you talking about?
0: The Chargers' schedule. Yeah,
2: I think I think you have the old schedule.
0: <laughs> Why would it bring up the old schedule on I me? Mean. I don't know. What I, I think they have. A oh, because
2: they moved all the games. They have like seventeen games moved. Here oh, is the right, correct schedule. For is just. So high on the charges right now, he want to see Herbert rip off ten straight wins. It still might happen because they have a bye in Week Six, right, followed right. by Jacksonville at Denver, Las Vegas at Miami, and then the Jets.
0: So it's the same teams just in a different order. Yeah, got gotcha you there.
2: That's true, but they also have a bye this ah. week to get to get all better because they're not healthy right now. So that yeah, bye they, is need, right they need now. the buy to get healthy,
0: and then they get yeah Jacksonville, Denver, Vegas, Miami, New York. You gotta win two or three of those, Herbert. Go get some wins, pal. Pile them right, up. They could go four and one there. I don't I'll think that's it. crazy. Sure. You s- also, stop it, right? they the Falcons.
1: We need a we need a end of the season list of every time Breach says, well, this team could go so-and-so and one and be right back in it. And then when I'm right,
2: 80% of the time you're going to be like, maybe Breach should just have a podcast where he just names stretches in the schedule where teams could
0: go four-and-one. What was the name we came up with yesterday? It's like Andy Dalton. It's like, one more thing about Andy Dalton. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, he missed! He missed! Oh,
2: and the, the irony ringer. is that this clip actually fits since that was the Chargers only win of the season when they didn't yeah. charge her because the Bengals outchargered the Chargers. That's right.
0: All right. That's the podcast. That's the Monday night wrap up. We'll be back tomorrow or today. You can check it out. Uh, Tuesday preview will be up in the, in the early afternoon. We'll have some, um, somebody said our Debo, have our props not been hitting? I thought our props were hitting. We had over receiving yards, right?
1: They were better the first couple of weeks on these standalone games. I think the past week or two, it's it's been a little bit more of a struggle. But you'll get back on track, just like your okay. your picks. Your weekly picks started out super strong and not so hot in the past well, two weeks. You know what?
0: Hitting a stretch period. You can see the look at these look at these bags under my eyes. Yeah, this is I'm I'm dying here. Watch the YouTube channel. Yeah, go watch the YouTube channel. You can see these freaking four pound bags underneath my eyes. Well, that's why you, Wilson wears...
2: On the other hand, re- Ryan Wilson's picks, he's 19 over against the spread. If you I, are betting on Ryan Wilson, you are rich. It does
0: make sense to follow morons this year. So. like you and David. <laughs> <laughs> All the guys are right? like hey. trying to win against the spread. Just like Ryan, Ryan's like, well, this is clearly going to happen.
1: You're the moron yeah. crushing it.
0: All right, it. Uh, we'll see you guys later.